1: and the strong and the deadly can
2: survive this place is no place for civilized man kick
3: it in
0: the guts barry
1: All you've got to do now is pass the
3: Australian culture test. Three simple questions, three I'll collect answers, and together. you go through that doorway to the greatest of have come from
2: the world. Good morning, everybody. This is Annie for Showreel, and uh, today we're going to look at some very local stuff uh, in the uh, film area. And uh, today we're looking first up at... Uh, a six-part comedy series which launched last Thursday on Slap Bang YouTube channel. It's called Flats and it stars the real residents of inner-city Melbourne's community housing in their first acting roles. And it is actually terrific, a really fantastic series. Uh, It's the brainchild of Darren L. Downs and Will Weathered and I got to actually chat with them. And later on, we'll be hearing from Ashley Davies about his film Gold, which is going to be showing uh, on uh, November the 30th at the Sun Theatre. So a very interesting round-up today. So Flats, first up, um, I got to speak to Darren and Will about this project. As I said, it started last Thursday, and it's running uh, over the next uh, six Thursdays at... 7pm on Slap Bang YouTube channel. Uh, You can uh, catch the second, but of course, each time an episode goes up, it uh, will be uh, there for you to um, pick up on. Um, It's a fictional story following the 27-year-old Joey as he is released from prison and returns home to the Fitzroy Flats in the hope of re re reuniting with his girlfriend, Rachel, but uh, everything uh, spins from there. But let's hear from the uh, the main actor, the main writers and the uh, filmmaker. Right, I watched the uh, first episode. It's really hilarious and it's beautifully put together. Oh,
1: thank you. Thank, mm. you. thank you.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how did it all come about? Tell me how it all came
1: about. Uh, well, well, maybe will should talk about this part because that's how he, he kind of met the... Um, the main task through his work in the city. Yeah, I was
0: working at a supermarket uh, after coming to Melbourne from growing up in Bendigo, and uh, I was chasing acting dreams and had this job, still have the job, and uh, got to meet a lot of uh, interesting people, many of whom lived at the community housing nearby. And uh, over the years, we just became closer and closer friends, and uh, meanwhile with my other pursuits, Uh, the two worlds kind of collided uh, where I'd um, shown Darren some little videos that I'd made with some of my friends and uh, we kind of decided there's a show in this somewhere Mm. and we just kind of kept tapping away.
2: All the people that are in this series are actually people from the
0: flats. Is that right? The vast majority. There's a couple, like there's one one, uh, professional actor. Kieran Griffiths, who's from Shameless. uh, And some some minor roles uh, we had to fill out with a couple of actors who we know kind of as friends, but the the main cast are all um, from the flats.
1: Yeah, the other actors were mainly mates and stuff, just mates. We've got just, um, you know, amateur actors trying to break in themselves into the scene. They've done maybe some short films and a little bit of tally and stuff.
2: Well, I I was actually gonna say really you have to make your own own work,
0: don't you? That's what uh as an actor trying to find it really hard to find opportunities uh and learning about other ways of just making things happen. Yeah, that's uh gave us a lot of um uh it was very motivating to do it do it that way. Particularly you know, often feeling like uh not being professionally trained or anything like that and uh you know not going through any kind of theater route or something i I was kind of not so confident with the acting but wanting to do it and uh meanwhile Darren also making his own films and um yeah, I found in Darren like we're on kind of the same level of uh willing to you know bend things go out of the box to make our kind of ideas come into reality
2: so so Darren. Yeah, yeah. So Darren, you're the you're the uh, filmmaker, is it? I, I mean, you, you're in front of the camera. Will I am, and uh, Darren, you're the one behind the camera. Is that it?
1: I guess so. Yeah. I mean, um, with this project, we both wrote it, and um, we both um, I direct it from the director's point of view, I guess, and Will will direct it with the actors, and um, and also because we wrote it together and we know the story so well, um, and the whole world, um, we both kind of share the ideas with what vision we want with it um but yeah I was the one I guess that came from filmmaker kind of experience uh, making my own short films myself and putting them together and doing the artwork and finding all the actors and sometimes even holding the you know the sound boom myself so I come from that background and Will was an actor and we worked on a project together um purely as you know he came to me purely as an actor um and then from there um, we just became friends, and we started talking about other things we wanted to do, and that's when we started talking about these really interesting people. and And I always loved um, British kitchen sink dramas from the fifties and uh, the Carry On movies. Um, a lot of filmmakers like Ken Loach, uh, writers like Jonathan Harvey, who writes a lot of really good English comedy. So I kind of saw that this this um, this world, this community, is a great way to make something really unique and, and interesting. But use some of that, you know, so, throw some of those scripted lines in to really amp it up and make it really funny. And well,
2: well, and, well it's yeah. great. It's great that it's about people that we know and a place that we know. I mean, it's a bit, a little bit like Trailer Park Boys, right? Um, that <laughs> American series, um, but it it's really sharp i mean because it's a web a web series and it's going to be six parters and it's already had the first one which means that people will have to catch up on it um but uh and obviously once the six have run people will be able to watch the whole lot of them right but you know like it's so uh, uh, you've got the suspense of doing a series every thursday night at 7 p.m on Slap bang YouTube, which is a really good idea to a bit of suspense, but it's really tight. Like it's incredibly well put together. Very funny. The characters are really beautifully fleshed out, but it's very fast.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think making a web series um, and you've got to try and keep people's attention. That's the thing. Um, most may not watch it on, you know, in the comfort of their home, sitting on, you know, in front of the TV at eight thirty after a hard day. They may look at it on their phone in the in the on the train. Um, there's so many different ways you can watch stuff now, and people can just turn something off after thirty seconds if they're, you know, they're not in- interested. So, I guess you know, funnily enough, the episode started off at twenty minutes, and then we got them down to fifteen, and then kept bringing them down. But the more tighter we made it, the more um, exciting it sort of became. Um, and it's just become the format it is now i guess
2: so obviously you're doing your own distribution i'm really i'm really interested in the writing because it's it, you've got a very small amount of time but actually the characters really are quite 3d and um, how did you go about doing the writing and tell me about that that's actually the key to this isn't it
0: uh, yeah, we yeah. did. We spent a lot of time writing actual, fully fleshed out scripts. Spent a lot of time plotting everything in the beginning and um, trying to bend it in different ways. But um, we ended up with, down we say like 10 plus page scripts with full mm-hmm. like action and dialogue, traditional, like, screen format. But then when it comes to bringing that into reality, like there's, we were always of the mind that we would be able to improvise on top and that most of our cast would not be learning scripts, but putting their own spin on everything. So we needed kind of a framework or a scenario in which they could work and understand. Mm.
1: Yeah. But primarily, I guess, you know, the the main thing was just coming up with a strong storyline, which is the storyline of Joey and um, giving that a a journey against, you know, through six episodes, um, but then also decorating it with all these other people in Joey's life that make up that community um, and they were all pretty much based on themselves in real life. Um, they're not really playing. I mean, if you met these, this, this cast, apart from the couple of actors, um, you'd find they're exactly the same.
2: Which, which you probably will if you go down down to
1: Brunswick Street. You, you will. Yeah, absolutely. So they are playing themselves, but um, we've gotten to know them. I mean, obviously, Will met them first, and then I met them, and, and we've been on this road. For a couple of years, trying to put this together and getting on board with Princess Pictures and then Screen Australia saw the uh, the potential. Um, we've gotten to know them quite well, so they've become really good friends, and um, so there's a lot of trust there with each other, um, and that same sort of common goal that we're making something sort of interesting and and funny.
2: They've seen seen the uh, you know the the series, the people who are in it.
0: They've seen uh, the not the entire thing from start to finish, but. Uh... Some of them have actually, but everyone's kind of seeing it uh, as it comes out. Although they've been involved in the development. We've done like, you know, rough incarnations in the past, like little scenes and like uh, a lot of experimentation. So when we first began, even I would say the writing began by uh, even myself, like getting into character and like interacting in the improvisational sense with uh, my brother, Matt on camera and Darren and I are putting together like proof of concepts and, um, It was very important that the cast were having an input into creating the characters as well and um, kind of directing them. So, for example, Jessie Paulus, who plays Joey's auntie, her and I almost have a mother and son relationship, which that kind of informed uh, her character in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So we kind of built her out from there. I feel like uh, I've met her. You would have, most likely.
2: Mm. She's, she's really funny. She's, uh, do they think it's funny? It just reminds me of something. Um, you know, when um, Kim and uh, Kath and Kim came out, my dad was a lawyer, right? A defence lawyer. And he didn't find it funny at all. The reason why he didn't find it funny was because he represented people like this. And he, he thought that they were taking the piss out of them, right? He didn't think that was funny. But I was wondering if they find it funny. Because it is funny.
0: Yeah, they do. But we're also like—I mean, it gets me personally. It was—it was almost a fine line of navigating. Like, we don't want to take the piss. We wanted to really ensure we had the heart there, and uh, that's why it was incredible. All that trust, and I know even ourselves. So many, so much of the time, we're second guessing. You know, various elements of the show, and um, I guess by having collaboration at a level that we did you know, not only Darren and I writing but then having Princess with their more traditional TV import and then like our cast with their real-life experience and, uh, yeah, it kind of had many dimensions coming in so that I think we've landed in a place where we are able to have, you know, a bit of comedy, a bit of drama, but definitely it was the heart had to be in there.
2: Yeah, cool. And um, I was wondering, have you actually finished the series or are you still making it just as a matter of interest?
0: Ah, uh, we have finished it. Mm. We're pinching ourselves. Yeah. I can't believe it.
1: <laughs> it's finished. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: And the other thing is because it's on the web, are you getting responses from all over the place?
1: Um, well, I only went up last night. Um, episode one and the trailer. I, I only went up last night. Yes, so it's been a really mad dash last couple of weeks. Um, trying to get everything ready. Um. So we're getting a – I think we've had six comments so far, but, you know, hopefully that will spread out to a few hundred soon. I, I'm, really, I'm really keen to just – that's what I'm really keen to see more than the, the actual views is just what people are saying. Um, um, the first comment I saw on the episode last night was the very first one I said, simply amazing. So I had to think, do I know this person? Like, it's just it's someone putting that on there to, to, to be nice. Um, no, no, it's hilarious.
2: So it was a really nice – no, it's yeah, hilarious.
1: It's,
2: a, it's really good. Oh. I, I, I'm telling you, it's a really good series.
1: Oh, very beautiful! Thank <laughs> you. So we've had that. We've we've heard that a bit now from um, the first episode. So very exciting to unleash the rest.
2: I and, and, um... and will. You're great. You're a fantastic actor. That sort of that look of yours, you know, <laughs> oh, uh, and I'm the grateful. way the camera just um, eats it up. It's fantastic. You know, you're you're a man that yeah. just. <laughs> caught up in this whole world and can't understand why it's not all falling into place. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it was important. Like the character at (laughs) the time, we thought maybe he's a little unlikable, but you need to really get people rooting for Joey. But then when it comes to the actual acting, like having the luxury of, uh, you know, the real cast who have far more knowledge of like the intricacies, the nuances of the real world really like forced me to, I don't know, just be really present, I guess. It's it's not easy though because we we're wearing many hats with uh, this show, so we've always like there's a lot going on on set. A lot of legitimate yeah, small crew.
1: So uh acting something I guess Yeah, I was just gonna say Act I think that's important that we have that small we had a small crew. Um that was important to keep that naturalness on set and um and to form that trust with everyone. Um, Jessie just loves everyone. She meets them for the first time and um, she just lives for TV, but um, I think she thinks we're all, like, really famous. Like, she thinks, like, all the actors that we know. And so she then now follows all my past work. And um, so I'll bring friends of mine around to meet her and she just, you know, she just loves meeting them. And um, so we've done, we've done a lot for Jessie in particular. Um, Will has initially and then... Um, We have given that lady a lot of happiness and she's just, you can't help but really like her when you meet her. Mm. She's brilliant. It's so good to put her on the screen.
2: Two worlds collide effectively. Yeah. That's what you've done. Two worlds collide. Fantastic. You've done a great job and a great service. Good on
1: you. Oh, thank you. Now, we've got a launch coming up. Yeah. We're, We're we're officially, so it's online, episode one and, and the trailer mm-hmm. and the other episodes are have come. But we're launching, we're doing a, a special sort of celebration cast crew and, and anyone else wants to come along at Cinema Nova uh, and that's on Friday the 18th of November, Cinema Nova in Lygon Street, and that'll start at 6.45pm. Um, and if anyone would like to come along, all you need to do is email admin at princess.net.au.
2: Say that again. Admin at
1: princess. 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 Yep. Dot net dot AU I'm Tommy Murphy, screenwriter for Holding the Man. You're listening
3: to three C R Community Radio.
2: Yep. If you want to go and see flats it you do yourself a favor. It's actually hilarious. Uh, if you want to watch it on the YouTube channel, it's slap bang YouTube channel, and it's uh, at seven pm. And as they said, as the boy said, it's uh, going to be shown on the big screen at the Nova six forty five uh, on Friday tomorrow. So go to admin at princess dot net. Whatever they said. <laughs> Anyway, uh it's uh it's called Flats and you can look it up. And uh and it's uh, it is actually incredibly funny. Um the next thing that we're going to do on uh reel today is have a listen to a chat that I did with Ashley Davies. Ashley has done this great film called Gold. Um, but it's not your usual film. Uh, it's unusual. And uh, he'll explain what it's all about. It's going to get a, a um, screening at the Sun on the big screen on Thursday. Um, no, no, it's not. It's not Thursday. I've got on the wrong. It's Wednesday, the 30th of November at 7.30 p.m. at the Sun Theatre. So uh, let's hear what Ashley has to say about this film. I, I was very impressed with this uh uh, your film uh, because it's a very personal um a response to family history and myths as well as yeah. uh, melding a um history of european connection to landscape or lack of connection to landscape as well as um art in general so tell me about the project
3: well the project started quite a number of years ago I wanted to make a new record and I found uh, 10 paintings of my uncle's uh, that were left in a will in a cupboard. There was about four or five hundred. He left all of his paintings to my mum and uh, me and my brother and sister were allowed to go through them and pick out which paintings we wanted to have and um, I picked out quite a few then I saw that Lasseter series and I I'd read a couple of books about Lasseter and um, it's a very tragic and interesting story um, as far as he's concerned in that expedition um, but Len's paintings were quite different from the actual what we have historically come to know about Lassiter. so Uncle Len's paintings are beautiful they're vibrant they're colourful they're inspiring they they're uplifting and there's quite a connection to landscape oh totally Oh, completely. I mean, Uncle Len loved the Australian landscape, and he was often going out back and painting. Um, you know, uh, but like I said, he hadn't he they hadn't done a series like this. They're all a lot of his paintings are landscapes and uh, other subjects. So um, when I saw this series of ten paintings, I I thought, oh, that could because I've done other records based around themes as well. Um, but I'd never done a record where I was writing music to paintings, each painting. Uh, so that's what I set out to do. And uh, and I bought in a great composer who wrote strings for the album and I worked for her a lot, Bryony Marks. Bryony Marks writes for a lot of television series and films and lately she's been doing ballet and dance. So I had that music, then I gave Bryony the music and then she wrote the strings and that's how that all came together and it was a record. We then needed video clips to promote the record, you know. So I got together with a very good friend of mine, a drummer friend of mine called Danny McKenna, who's a great animator. And um, so we did three video clips of three tracks off the album. And they, people loved them because they were of the paintings, each painting. And, And then I was thinking, oh, how do I promote this record? And I thought, well, given that those video clips were just so Wonderful and beautiful to look at, and Danny really matched the visual to the music. We thought that we'd put a film together, and um, I mean, I love all of Walt Disney's earlier Fantasia, Cinderfella, Snow White, and all that. I love that animation. I've always loved animation. I've loved music and film, so I thought to myself that, oh, maybe that this is an opportunity to do something like that that I've never done before. And so we combined the paintings and, and it doesn't, it's not, I mean, I, you know, it's not really a documentary as such. It's more, I mean, one of the awards that it won in these little cinemas that they had in New York was for experimental. It's more like an experimental documentary animation film. You've seen it now. Yeah, We've weaved Uncle Len's story into it, which is fantastic. And I'm never thinking of making a little short film, even though I love film and I love short films and animation. Experimental film, but that's what happened and it's done quite well.
2: So I love the um, animation and the uh, 3D. We actually stroll through the paintings. That's very interesting, isn't it?
0: Yes,
3: yes. And that was Danny, you know, like I, we both talked about each each piece of music, each painting, what we wanted to try and do, and then he would go away. And then, yes, some of that 3D movement is just magnificent. And and what's great about this, because I showed it at the State Library, Victoria, which was really good, and there was a good size screen there. But at the Sun Cinema, Michael, he's putting it on the giant cinema there. So as you can imagine, it's, it's going to be really powerful yeah, yeah. on one of those really big, Um, screen
2: yeah yeah and that's on November the 30th but also the music's really really full-on like it's a quite um, exciting music
3: totally well well Annie I mean that that was my first premise you know I was making a record like I said I was never thinking of making a movie a short film I mean I was going to be doing video clips with it but you know i Make records. I, I compose music, so so I'm really glad you feel that and you get that from it because I want it to be like that, um, and I'm very happy with the with the record and um, all the musicians that I had playing it were wonderful. Like I said, Brony's string arrangements are magnificent, and as a as a whole concept sound, I think the the records capture musically what Uncle Len's paintings are like and about and how they make well how they made me feel, which was quite inspired and. Uh, and I think the music matches those paintings. Because what you got, see, what you got, you got an album. Um, you get an art book of all those 10 paintings. You might not be aware of this, but when I released it a few months ago, that's that's what it is. That's what it started out as being, is that um, it's an album, and those 10 paintings of the last series, which you seek bits of in that film, that's in a sleeve of the record.
2: Mm. Well, that's really nice. What a nice product. Uh, there's a couple of things for me that I find really interesting. Uh, one, it's uh, your your uncle comes from Perth. So we get to see Perth from uh, an early period, like uh, he was, uh, and his history, like he's a working class boy. And we get to know, we get to hear about a person that we don't normally hear about. And also how he he lived his life. Uh, it, it's uh, so fantastic! It's a gr- and I was wondering uh, about the family mythology that uh, how important that must have been to your own psyche. Is that correct?
3: Yeah, well, I loved Uncle Len. He was like I, I you know, he was your, the, pretty much us kids' favourite uncle. He was always at Christmas lunches, Easter, and our birthdays and family occasions. He wasn't married, um, but what's interesting about those uh, parts of the story about Len in the film we were able to get a couple of newspaper articles, one of when he's a kid and he was selling newspapers in Perth on a, on a corner. And the, the the local newspaper at the time went down and, and talked to him and interviewed him because of he was drawing pictures on the wall. And so uh, um, we have him, they're his words. It's great, Len is a little kid. That's what he said about drawing, you know. And then later on, yeah, it's fantastic. And we have a picture of him doing it, Mm. you know. It's 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 really cool. And then later, there was each part of his story was him talking it. I didn't have to make it up. That's that's what he's saying, which gives it quite a bit of power. I also
2: loved the autographs, you know, like he—he's signing, the way in the film yeah. he signs. And it's so revealing to see someone's signature. It's fantastic, isn't it? Mm, it's lovely.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's interesting with some things, like a couple of people said to me about that. That wasn't something that was coming to me too much, but with some other people, they were saying, oh, look, and Danny especially, I'd like to get that in there, him signing that as he's written it. And it that was one point that was quite strong for people. That exactly, and you would have seen too, and some of his other paintings towards the end, which you know, like like he did the last series, but but he's actually quite a phenomenal painter.
2: Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. In other styles of the genre, Mm, I I really appreciated that Mm. at the end. I thought that was really neat. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a very nice film. So it's going to be shown on the big screen at uh, Sun Cinema on November the thirtieth. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that?
3: Uh, the Sun Theatre is my local cinema that I go to. It's very community orientated. It's it's he does a lot of things for the community in that area, Footscray, or that, and you know. And I when I went to him with the film, um, uh, and he was just yes, let's. T- do it, which was really fantastic for me because it's a beautiful cinema, um, and where he's going to show it is, like I said, on the big screen. Um, it's at seven thirty. It's 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 an encore screening. I've only shown this film once. So I don't know when I'll do it again. Um, but a lot of that are in the film, the real paintings. So we do that, and I've got a couple of um, shorts. there's, there's going to be a couple of other films before the main feature. But I'm not going to tell anybody about that. They'll just have to come and see what they <laughs> are going to be. But I think they'll enjoy it. And the session, you know, it's about 45 minutes long, and then people can hang around and check out the paintings afterwards.
2: Thanks for talking to me, Ashley. Hey,
3: thank you, Annie, for having me. Uh...